With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Giants get shut out in a miserable, rainy, miserable, rainy, miserable, rainy game. Uh, But that game, and shout out to our dude, uh, Justin Pennick, who does Bleeding Blue Podcast, because he was there that game and sat through that. I watched some of his Periscope on the way home, and he was like, that was miserable. Oh, yeah. And also, I think Giants fans need to be prepared for this. I actually, I wouldn't hate this, but I think a lot of people need to be prepared for this. Eli Manning is going to be the starting quarterback in 2019. Just get ready for it. You know, say your prayers, do your yoga, do whatever you need to do to relax. Just know that. It's going to happen. It just doesn't make any sense for anything else to happen. I'm done. Welcome to episode number 28, and oh boy, do we need to talk about the New York football giants. They were embarrassed this past Sunday, lost 17 to nothing to the Titans of Tennessee, and their season, according to the number nerds, is officially over. David, we were at this game, and as you heard, many people gave us brave souls some shout-outs, and they gave us some credits for sitting through this disaster, but... I honestly think that we're crazy. We're we're crazy people who we choose to sit through miserable and suffering games like that. What do you what do you what do you think? Are we are we true fans or are we actually just crazy and insane? True fans are crazy and insane. Oh. Throwing a curveball. I mean throwing a curveball. True fans, if they're able to, sit there, you know, if you have tickets to the game, you go. You don't sell on the Titans fans. Come on now. That's weak. You go, you sit through it, you support your team. That's the same idea I have about tanking and all that crap. You're a real fan. You you can't stomach watching your team lose, and I can't stomach watching them lose. No matter how good, quote-unquote, it is for them, ultimately. You can't stomach watching them lose. Yeah, you want Eli Manning as your quarterback for next year. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. right, I do. <laughs> so you, you, were wearing, you were wearing sneakers, David. At the you, game? you and your yes, you and your. How do you do that? Uh that it was a dumb decision, and I'm I'm annoyed at myself because I knew it was going to be like that. But I was like, oh, sneakers are going to be fine. Um, in hindsight, should have went with boots. It would have been a lot smarter. <laughs> how are that, your How are your feet walking back to the car? Awful. 
everything about <laughs> everything about like everything about after our tailgate was bad. Yes. Everything yeah. about it. Yeah, we did some we did some fun stuff. Now I wish the rain would have I wish the weather would have co- cooperated a little bit more cuz but we did we tried to fit in some fun videos and I tried to fit in some fun periscope streams. So if you were on the periscope stream, um, the one that I, I did it for about like 40 minutes too. And I had a decent amount of people in it. It was, that was really fun. So follow me at jpenix 74 on Twitter as usual. Um, and I'll be going to the giants game two weeks against the Cowboys, which will mean virtually nothing for anybody, <laughs> but and then also I'll be, uh, Oh, I mean, the Eagle, the Eagles, the Eagles shot the world and one. On the other night, yeah. and the Cowboys lost. So if if that if that happens again this week, that game yeah. that game's for if the if the Cowboys win this Sunday, then it doesn't matter because then no, they because then they have they they get the tiebreaker, so then they clinch yeah. the East. Um, I'll be making gifts throughout the game on Sunday against the Colts, so you also have that to follow me for and look forward to that as well. And join join me on my adventure of trying to make gifts, which have been quite interesting. Um. Yeah, yeah, that football game was not fun. That football game was not a fun time. I don't exactly know what I want to say. There's an update on my computer that's saying it's going to restart in 15 minutes, but I'm postponing it for another, for postponing for another. I, I saw that pop up and I'm like, I can't, I can't have that. So I won't talk about Eli Manning. I know you want to talk. I know we'll, we'll get to this we'll is get the Eli, Eli Manning episode. We, we said yeah, this it is, yeah, this is the Eli Manning episode. Um, why are we not talking about him? I can't wait is an unfair scapegoat. All right. So we're just going to get right into it. We're going to get right into it. We have said this for a few weeks now, how we want to have an Eli man, the, the Eli Manning episode. But I thought that I was actually going to have to do, we were going to have to do more work and we were going to have to have an episode in the middle of the week. And then we were going to have to have an Eli episode at some point, but guess what? The giants have made our lives easier for once. And guess what? This is the perfect opportunity to just, Talk about everything. We're not giving out game balls this this episode. However, uh, David, really quickly, I would give out my game ball to Josh Morrow. He was fu- he was flying all around the field, making plays all over the place. Who would you give your game ball out, out to, really quick? Uh, I honestly haven't thought about it. Um, I give a game ball to to come back to me. We'll talk about it later. How about you give a game ball to yourself? The, the fact that you sat through that football yeah. game with with yeah. sneakers on. I could do that. Congratulations! I'm you okay have you that. you get you get the game ball. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Um, so I'm done. So I'm done with Eli Manning. The last, last week was the wait. Let's just wait and see episode, right? Where basically I was like, hey, we've beat some pretty bad football teams. We've beat some other pretty bad quarterbacks. The Giants have looked decent. Let's wait and see. These last upcoming few weeks, they're playing some pretty good football teams, and it was starting with the Tennessee Titans at home, the Titans, as I like to call them. And Eli Manning doesn't disappoint, loves to prove over and over and over again why this franchise is the definition of insanity, the definition of insanity. So right now, what I'm going to do, editing process just in the future i'm going to play a clip of me back in april i did a live stream the night of the nfl draft and i said a few things i said this this pick that they that they pick saquon it means a few things so i'm going to play that right now exciting pick well i mean i'll tell you what i'm excited for this year they better if they don't 
perform this year, then this pick is a waste. This pick is a waste. So what this means, what this means, a couple things. Davis Webb needs to be good. He better be good because unless this team has to go 3-13 and again, they will not be getting the quarterback that they want unless they have like a Tom Brady, Russell Wilson situation, which doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So that was the live stream. And basically, wrap up what I said. Wasting Saquon, wasting Beckham, in my opinion. This is a waste of a football season. Waste of a football season. They had an opportunity to really build on top of that culture-changing season train. I think they took all the they took all the wins out of their sails, but this past weekend with that pitiful effort. Davis Webb, obviously, will look at how great that turned out. And then, obviously, when you bet on Kyle Lulu, when you draft a quarterback in the middle of the draft, we've basically demonized him, and we've killed that kid's self-confidence. And Pat Shermer has basically destroyed any kind, in my opinion, destroyed any kind of future that he has with this team only after five pass attempts. Five. He's thrown five regular season pass attempts in garbage time, and I feel like this team has totally delegitimized delegitimized him but yet we support Eli Manning blindly and faithfully so all of these things are coming true as far as Kyle Lillard is concerned I'm really annoyed at this this narrative that and it's not just you I've seen tons of people talking about it you know only five pass attempts it was you know a quarter of a game that they had one they pulled their starters something tells me there are things we don't see with Kyle Lillard something tells me they're not comfortable with where he is. No, and you're absolutely right. The idea of demonizing him, it's very possible he just hasn't been playing well. Yeah, no, He's and not you're picking absolutely- up the offense. He's not picking up the NFL speed of the NFL. No, and you're absolutely right. And it's the same thing with Davis Webb. But how can you legitimately sit <clears throat> back week after week, defend Eli Manning? And I'm not just saying you, I'm saying Pat Shermer. How can you sit back week after week and Pat Shermer said today he thinks that he has that Eli has years left. How can you do this when we're eight and twenty-two in our last thirty games? Well, I mean, we've I've missed got... the playoffs. Hold on, we've I'm not done. We've missed the playoffs the last six out of the last seven years. Eli Manning for he has five hundred. He has five hundred and something pass attempts. You want to know the ratio for pass attempts to touchdown passes he has this year? It's like. 28 to 1 for every 28 pass attempts he has this year. He has one touchdown pass. One. The dude is not good. He cannot win in the NFL. Meaningful. Meaningful NFL games anymore. And he proves it week after week after week. Yet, we do this to a rookie. Pat Shermer says these things about a rookie. And Pat Shermer is supposed to be a coach that supports all of his quarterbacks. After five pass attempts. Five pass attempts. We're saying these things and we're criticizing Luletta the way that we're doing, but yet Eli gets this free pass. And now Ian Rappaport says that before the, even the regular season's over, it's almost a lock that Eli Manning's back next year as starting quarterback. What are we doing? Well, I mean, there's a very, to, to answer your point about, lost my train of thought, to answer your point about the this this kind of defending Eli when we've, you know, demonized Davis, Davis Webb, we've demonized Kyle a lot of, the answer to that's very simple, and I and I disagree with. 
I, I think Eli Manning should still be the quarterback. But to answer your question as to why do we just why do they feel comfortable just defending Eli Manning, I think it's a very simple answer. It's because as of right now, there's nobody else. And if they don't like what they see from Kyle Loletta, then no, you're not, there's no point in wasting time with a guy who you don't see as your future anyway. But at this point, at this point, and I, I think that it is a very, very weak argument because at this point, what do the Giants have to lose? What do the Giants have to lose? What do they have to lose, oh, David? Nothing. I mean, what they is, don't have anything is, to lose. What is stopping them? Look, I'm not saying from I, signing. I'm not saying I oh, hold on, hold on, I'm hold on. I'm saying I disagree with the idea of starting Kyle Lutta the last two weeks of this year. I don't see anything wrong with that. I just need. I just think people need to understand that they can do that, and it's not going to mean a. It's not going to mean a damn thing. It's no, you're not right. Make any. You're difference. right. No, you're absolutely right. If anything, it's just going to confuse management whether or not they want to draft a quarterback. Management if, if is already very ahead, confused. If Aletta goes ahead and plays well, then you've really just you've just upset the carriage even more. So, yeah. okay, let me let me uh, address something you said. Going on and on about Eli Manning this past Sunday as being yet another, another you know, indictment saying he can't win big games, can't win meaningful games. I've got news for everybody. The man's stat line this week, and, and you're going to go about stats, but hold on. The man's stat line this week was 21 of 44, 229, and a pick. Justin? We were at the game, right? Yes, I was at the game, but he also had a okay. fumble. You forgot about that fumble too. Inexcusable. You and, I, you and I, you and I were at the game. Is there really any any reason to believe that a quarterback who this year, and I think most people agree, at this point in his career, and this is how I feel at least, I think he can be an adequate game manager, make enough plays with a good supporting cast around him, which is sort of there, kind of. It's, it's still a work in progress. Is there any reason to believe that that quarterback was going to shine throwing the ball 44 times in a rainstorm in conditions where running the ball was paramount and they couldn't do it? Saquon Barkley ran 14 times for 31 yards. Now, I've seen people say, well, that's because they're not afraid of Eli Manning. So they stacked the box and just stopped Eli Manning. I don't agree with that. I think the offensive line from the first snap of the game just got their asses handed to them. They did. And they, the, the Titans forced the Giants into becoming one-dimensional in a situation that you couldn't throw the ball. Listen to Marcus Mariota's stat line. Mar Marcus Mariota was 12 of 20 for 88 yards. It's the, that, it's the kind of game that quarterbacks just don't play well in. When do the excuses stop? When do the this excuses not, stop this for a, this man, David? This is not an excuse. This is logic. No. No, see, you're looking for an excuse to get on him because you want him gone. And I no. understand that. Yes, you are, because I can guarantee you throughout the rest of the league, if any other quarterback had the exact same game in the, in the exact same environment, we would not, they would not be saying he, the man can't win big games. They would say <laughs> they got to run the ball. They got to figure out how to run the ball. 
they need to figure out how to beat a team that know like the the Giants knew the Titans were going to be running the ball. Yet they managed to run for 170 yards. This game is about the offensive line and the tight ends and the scheme, whatever the whatever the scheme was, just not being good enough. They got beat by a by a physical team. I'm not I I, I have points. a I have a really hard time understanding how this game is just an, another shining uh, another shining moment for the Eli um I'm not gonna call them Eli haters, but the Eli uh funeral brigade. We'll call it the funeral brigade. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that this is a game they can point to and say Oh, see? Are you kidding me? There is Come absolutely no reason why a 15-year veteran, whatever year he's in... It doesn't matter! It doesn't matter. It does not matter how, how much of a veteran you are. Because I guarantee you, every other team in the NFL, if they couldn't run the ball this past Sunday in the Meadowlands, if they were not able to run the ball, they were not going to be able to score points. Maybe a field goal. It makes complete sense. I don't understand how this is such a difficult concept to comprehend. Now, I understand people are frustrated with Eli, and people say, okay, maybe you don't totally blame Sunday on Eli Manning. Maybe you don't think Sunday is as much much of an indictment as some people think it is. People still believe Eli regardless of this past Sunday is, should be gone. And that's a diff- we can have a conversation about that. But I'm, I really want to put this idea of this past Sunday being our, you know, being our new go-to as I, I want to put that to bed because it makes no sense. Zero points. Player. He's a Zero. professional football player, David. He's a prof- All of these men are professional football players. And I Agreed, get that's and the I, problem. And I also get the, the point. Chad Wheeler is a professional football player is an issue. But I also do want to, you know, I am not a guy where it's just like, oh, Eli is my only problem with the team. This is a bad football team. And I've said that. I've, you can go back to the beginning of the season where I said this is a bad football team. The Giants have been fortunate to run into other football teams that are in a worse condition than themselves the past few weeks. They've been fortunate to do that. Or at least, you know, if you look at the Chicago Bears, they were in a worser condition that week because they didn't have their starting quarterback. They've been fortunate to run into certain conditions and certain teams that were in bad spots. They had a test this week to try to turn that narrative around and turn people like myself. Eli Manning had a, but if he goes out and he has some, and he has an adequate game and he doesn't act like he should belong as a junior in college with some of these decisions that he made. Did he have that bad a game? Yes, he did. How? Yes, he did. Where? Where? We're, Why? We're costing. He, first of all, we're driving down the field multiple times. Multiple times. Penalties killed us. Penalties killed us. But also, you cannot throw an interception. That interception. Agreed. First of all, I, at first I thought, I said, I need to see a replay. Because I thought he threw it off of the back of his foot. I'm like, all right, so that was an Eli throw that he threw off the back of his foot. He tried to fit in a tight window. Okay. But then I got even more pissed when I came home because the, re- the stadium was showing the replay of seeing if the defender had possession of the ball or not. So I went home and I watched on my phone. I'm like, this man had a clean pocket and he simply just imagine flat out that. missed. He didn't even missed. Ba- imagine that a bad throw in a downpour. Oh, it's not like what? It's not like they, they don't. 
it's not like they don't clean the balls every few plays, David. Oh, come they have on. ten football teams to come, come into the game. On. How often do you see them throwing the ball from Justin, the sideline going into the game? Justin, there's a reason why. I cannot believe you're there's arguing this right now. There's a reason why the Titans threw the ball twenty times and for eighty yards. They're the Titans. Marcus Mariota's not Aaron Rodgers. It's because these football games are not designed to throw the ball more than twenty yards. These kinds of games are the games you win with physicality. The well, the, well Eli, Manning, Eli, Manning's not, Eli Manning's not designed to throw the ball f- for more than 20 yards anyways, even on a Sunday See, day, that, so what's, what ridiculous. does it matter? The last, I would say in the last, uh, even from before the bye week, but I'll give you from the bye week on, that's just not accurate. That's just a narrative that, that's just perpetuating because they haven't beat anybody good. I don't care if they haven't beat anybody good. The ability to throw the ball downfield and who they play, they're really not related. Show me, show me, tell me the last time the Giants won a meaningful football game. You're, you're arguing two different things. You're arguing his ability versus his ability to win games. He and doesn't have difference. the ability to win games. Well, you, you can't first make the argument about his inability to throw the ball downfield and that he missed the throw and then go right into... He can't win big games. It's a different argument. Because sometimes in order to win a big game, you need to do little things. It's not about making a big throw. And I agree. That hasn't happened. And we, and we can go on and on talking about reasons why that hasn't happened. I, I'm totally okay saying Eli Manning's not been great. He has lost games. But I'd also be remiss if we didn't say, like you already pointed out, it's not a very good football team. Outside of their skill, their their couple of top tier skill players, it's not a very good football team. So yeah, they haven't won a big game in a while. It's been quite some time. But they've also had a football team that doesn't deserve to win big games. They're not a football team that can win big games. I don't, you know, it's not like this. This isn't like, you know, baseball where pitchers get wins and losses. This isn't like hockey where goalies get wins get wins and losses. Teams can win football games. Yeah, so, we saw that when we saw that in 2016, where that offense was pathetic, but they but the defense won us 11 games. Yeah, but how are and you? How I are would, you? How are you actually going to sit there and say that Eli Manning had a good season in 2016, even though we won 11 games? Because that he offensive had a, he had a line was worse than this one, and they and they didn't have Saquon Barkley. They had Rashad Jennings, and they didn't have Evan Ingram. They had Odell Beckham. That was they, it. They had Will Ty. They had Beckham. That was it. They had Beckham. They, they have Shepard yet? Yes, yeah, that was Shepard's rookie season. Yeah. So my point is, as far as this Sunday goes, I don't want to hear it. That's ridiculous to me. Oh, what about that fumble? What What are you going to attribute that? What are you going to attribute that the fumble? Pouring to that rain. Also? What do you think I'm going to attribute it to? The pouring rain. He threw the ball. You could see he is throwing the ball. In the middle okay. of the play, David, he is going down to the ground and he's throwing the ball. That's a rookie stupid, mistake, David. Stupid decision, absolutely. It resulted in seven points. If it's not raining, it's an incomplete pass. Still, it's very. It's still a fumble. In, in, on Sunday, it was. He oh makes, my god! I I been, can't believe this. I cannot believe made, that you're sitting made, here and arguing this. He, okay, so fair. Even if he hadn't fumbled it, even if he had managed to throw it, and and kept it in his hand through the, through the throwing motion. It, he might have gotten called for intentional grounding. But, yeah, it's a bad decision. It's a bad decision when your team's already playing poorly. It, that happens. It just happens. Aaron Rodgers has been bad the last couple of weeks. 
what I, I I don't understand. I just don't understand. If if I if I went around the league, and I now have NFL Game Pass, so I I could do this. I if I want to, I guess I I'm gonna do this. You can watch every game, and I guarantee you, every single game, you will find multiple plays by each quarterback. Where you say, why the hell did they do that? No, I, no, you're absolutely right. So then why? What? So what are we talking about? Because these are game costing decisions. And he yeah, that, fu- that fumble is a game costing decision. Yeah, well, in a in a game where you score zero points and then you virtually allow fourteen because the Titans went down the field and scored after the after he threw the interception too. See, that just that just makes my point though. If you say in a game that scores zero points, you really mean to tell me a fumble, a one fumble in the middle of the, the at the end of the third quarter, is is the cherry on top? Plus an that, interception. That, that's the that's the that's what does it. Plus the interception, plus the fact that he misses guys down the field in the middle of the game as well. In what am I going to say? What well, you're going to say in the, the you're going to blame it on the rain, even though all right. So we're there's we're, a reason we're why circling you, we're a circling around the around. Never threw the ball more than 15 yards, and that's good for them. I'm glad Same I'm glad they didn't have to throw it. It isn't going to work. Not in that kind of game. All right, all right. So we're circling round and round at this point. Um, so more. So that was more micro. This is more macro. Um. My opinion, you know, the the Giants are in QB hell, and I mean, David has a different opinion. But if you walk away from this football game thinking anything different, I like, I, I feel, I feel genuinely sorry for you. Um, you're, because clearly you are fine year after year after year, losing. You're fine losing year after year as long as you are emotionally pleased, and the players you are attached to are there. Oh, you're, not, so I'm you're you're certain, fine with I'm it. Most certainly not emotionally pleased. I'm just not an idiot. And I, I, I feel I feel the ability, I, I feel I have the ability to watch a football team and not just say, oh, it's this guy. Seasons are different. I, I go season to season. I don't look at it from a from a, a you know a multi-season perspective because football more than more than any sport has incredible turnover from year to year. They're different teams. So you mentioned the turnover. Um, how many times does this franchise need to be embarrassed and disappointed over and over and over again? And how many times do we need to fire a head coach? How many times do we need to change a GM, change literally everybody, including the equipment staff, um, until we hold accountable, in my opinion, not your opinion, in my opinion, the real problem? How many times do we need to be disappointed, sit through terrible football games, change coaches, change GMs, change everything, until we can hold Number ten accountable. What 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 is it? What will it take for you? I am holding ten accountable, and I have all year. But I can. You. It's possible to hold Eli Manning accountable, and not believe it's. It's possible to hold him accountable and still believe that he's the best option. That that is possible. And I think that's where in this argument, not just between me and you, but as a you know as a as a general whole for the Giants fan base, that's where we're getting lost. It's this idea that either you believe Eli has no fault or you believe he is the fault and he needs to go. There is a middle ground. I think both of us are in the middle ground. Just you're on the he needs to go end of it and I'm on the he needs to stay. I do hold him accountable. I, I am very comfortable saying, yeah, this season he hasn't been great. He also, I don't think he's been terrible. I think he's better than probably any other option we would have had this season. No, and you're right. And I think you're right about that. But at the same time, what do, at this point, what does it matter 
if we can beat up on a couple backup quarterbacks and get and have five wins compared to if Kyle Luletta or if Teddy Bridgewater or if hell Nick Foles is going to be a free agent or another rookie quarterback who may not even work out. What what what's the difference between winning five games and then feeling good because Eli Manning's back there and then winning two three games with one of those guys? What's the difference? There's no difference. It's not so. You're very focused on the winning football games. You're. <laughs> I would rather have a quarterback who I believe can win me a football game. Again, so that's your emotion. You believe something. That's your emotional attachment. I can have beliefs based on fact too, based on my own analysis. It doesn't have to be. It's not emo- necessarily emotionally based. Emotion in this case is I love Eli Manning. He's won two Super Bowls for me. I don't want to see him go. Emotion for me was I didn't want to see Tom Coughlin go. That was emotion. That was I like him. He stayed for too long too. I like him, and I think I I, I think he's good for the job. And I th- I think there's th- in hindsight he probably did need to go. That was emotion. This is me saying. I believe the issues for this football team and the the issues that this football team has endured are fixed, not easily, but they can be fixed. And the way to fix it is not necessarily just dump the quarterback. I think, I think that actually puts them backwards. No, but that's, that's the whole point of a rebuild that you need to tear it down. And it starts with the quarterback. It starts with the quarterback, and it sucks because we had an opportunity to do it after last year. We had an opportunity to tear it all down, and it didn't require getting rid of Eli right away. We had an opportunity to start new and start fresh. You but this of, year, it's it's unfortunately a it, well. This year is a waste. This year has been a waste. Next year will be a waste, and we will be lucky if we are ready to go and ready to get fired by twenty twenty one. I disagree. This year is a waste. I think it's a waste in terms of yeah they're not they're not making the playoffs and that's ultimately that that's the number one goal the number one goal is win the Super Bowl but the number one goal first is the playoffs yeah you got to get invited to the yeah, dance they didn't they haven't done that but I'm I'm I am okay with the fact that we've got if they fix a hole or two on the offensive line we're gonna have a, we have a top tier running game the defense has actually played increasingly well. And because actually, I, that's where my game ball should go to. It goes to everybody. It goes to the defense on Sunday. No. Defense played very well. That's a bad, that's a bad game ball. That, that is why, how, how? Did you, did you see, I mean, not to say that the defense, I mean, the defense only allowed 17 points when an offense scored zero, but did you see um, those angles that they were taking, the, the tackling? Yeah, the, Curtis the Riley. Fact that we they, know Curtis Riley's bad. Yeah, the, the, yeah well, Curtis and Riley has been. Curtis Riley will be launched into the sun this upcoming 2019. Um, I'm very excited. Will you be attending in Florida? I'm coming to a sun near you. <laughs> yeah, coming you're coming to a galaxy near you. Um, for all our bleeding blue listeners who are outside of um, the Milky Way. Um, um, angles, we don't know how to tackle. I, I find it so strange. And Bob Papa and Carl Banks were talking about this. I believe it was them after the game. The fact that why do football players not know how to tackle below the waist i think it's i think there's in college well they, well they don't well you're right they don't teach it in college but also i think there's a big there's a big bugaboo about offensive players and receivers and everybody saying i would rather get a concussion than tear my acl and be out for the season 
So I don't know if defensive players are trying to like just not hit low or try to take out guys' knees and not be called dirty players. I don't know, but that was a piss poor tackling effort. It also doesn't just make sense. Derrick Henry is a tank of a human being. So the fact that you're going to be taking such bad angles, numerous points throughout that football game, and then making him look like Ladanian Tomlinson, how he bounced runs out to the sideline. But then also when he runs in between the tackles, the fact that you can't tackle him low and you refuse to tackle him low. Yes, the defense played relatively well to only allow 17 points and to contain them and to keep them well, in the football in a 17 nothing game. The game ball has to go to somebody who played relatively well. So I'm okay. Josh Morrow. The ball to, to the defense. Jer- All right. We're Josh getting off topic. Off topic. Off topic. Um, yeah. So we were talking about. Um, everything being a waste and i i yeah so yeah i don't think i don't think that you could call the year completely a waste um and i'm this maybe we can transition this into okay we we know what we've seen what's next what's next more so than just he needs to stay or he needs to go right so i have a, i have a, i have a thing i have a, i have a what's next thing for you okay go ahead the Giants ask Eli Manning to take a pay cut, his final year of his con- of his deal, which kind of makes no sense. But they will ask that. Um, what does Eli say? I think, honestly, I think he either says yes or he retires. I, I think he'd say yes, just based on what I know about Eli Manning, you know. And I don't, I don't know him personally. But, I do. Yeah, really. I do. Yes. But. I think he would say yes, especially coming out of a year where you've been sacked a career high amount of times, and maybe who knows that some of that money might be able to go to a to an offensive lineman that you might need. <laughs> but I, I think he would say yes. Do you disagree? Yes, um, and the fact that again, this is this is also what frustrates me: the fact that we're going into an off season, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, we're saying, "Oh, if if we can just do this for Eli, if we can do that for Eli, we'll be golden, we'll be good." It just bothers me, and that's why we need to move on because we've gone round and round year after year. But anyway, to answer your question, I think he says, "Hell, fucking no, hell no, final year of my deal." The Giants are going to approach him and they're going to say this, right? And NYG Weekly was breaking this down today. They're going to go to him and say, hey, Eli, we have the sixth or the seventh pick of the draft this year because they're probably not going to win another game to end the year. They may win the Dallas game because the Dallas because Dallas Cowboys may actually sit their starters. Um, hey, Eli, um, so you're going to come back for another year, right? Yes, I'm going to come back for another year. Okay, um, we may draft a quarterback at number six or number seven. We may draft your replacement. Um, but if you can possibly maybe take a pay cut and there's a chance that if, if we do draft that quarterback, there's a chance there could be a quarterback controversy next year. If you play the same way that you did uh, the year before. So if we're like one in seven again, going towards our buy and we take a quarterback within the first 10 picks of the draft, there's a really big chance we could bench you, but can you please take this pay cut? Like, you know, you're set to earn 23 million, which is like pretty decent for quarterbacks. So you know, and, and it's probably going to be your final year anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Like, do you want to take the pay cut? Do you think that? Do you think that sounds good? I think he says, "Hell, fucking no! You're stupid. You gave me this contract. I'm here to win football games. I don't care who you draft. I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna try my hardest. I'm gonna do my best. 
And I cannot fault, and I will say this, I cannot fault Eli Manning for wanting to go out there and win football games. Who I can fault is this organization that does not know how to get out of its own way. That's who I will fault. So let me just put that out there too. Um, that I've always been more of a, I'm faulting the organization for the organizational choices and the franchise's choices for being abysmal, not Eli Manning's desire and want to go out there and win football games. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just, I disagree that he say no, but we, I mean, neither of us really have an idea, right? You know, I, I there's no doubt can ask him to take a pay cut, which makes complete sense. And if he says no, then I would say, all right, Eli, that, that you're, you're being a little, <laughs> you're being a little, uh, a little arrogant for somebody who's, for, for somebody who's quarterback the team that's won 11 games in the last, uh, you know, eight 32, games, 32 attempts. Or, or I believe it's eight games in the last thirty. I believe they're did eight I, and twenty-two. Did I, did I say eight? You said eleven. Did I really? I meant yeah, eight. Did. I, can do, I can do five plus three. Interesting. Math. We've been pretty good with math these last couple of weeks, but it's really been just simple addition. Yeah, but that was two, and I didn't get that right. But but that, that's okay. We made a mistake. It's okay. Um, I think I, I'm I'm com- comfortable with Elon Manning next year. You draft your quarterback, because I do think there will be a quarterback there. If you like the quarterback there, you take the quarterback. He is the backup. I I personally believe if they make good off offseason moves, they will be competitive. I'm in the minority. I understand that. No, so you're not you're not a, you're not as much of a minority as you think. There are a lot of fans well, that think the you, way you think. You ain't gotta yell and scream. I, I understand. I understand why people believe that wouldn't necessarily be the case. I personally do. You're if they're competitive. Great rookie quarterback, you know, backing him up, gets to experience a team that's somewhat successful, gets a year, practices. They invested a first round pick in him, so he'll actually get, you know, he'll actually be the number two quarterback the entire year, unlike Davis Webb or Kyle Oletta, who are these late round picks that I don't think they ever actually really liked. If they're not competitive, and again, and and you know, you're at you're at one and four, you're at one and six. Go ahead, Rook. See what you know. See what you can do, and at that point, it's over. At that point, the the, the guard has changed. Whether it's Justin Herbert, Dwayne Haskin, you know, whoever, at that point, you you've made your quarterback change, and Hillay will finish the year on his you know on his lesser deal, and away in the sunset we go with a rookie quarterback and a probably still kind of bad offensive line, but good skill position players around him. And improving defense. So then again, you know, you wasted Saquon Barkley this year, in my opinion, because instead of developing a, a quarter, well, it will, Saquon Barkley wouldn't be here if a quarterback was here. But that, that means something, though. That means something. Well, it means that we are going to waste such a great talent. And by the time, let's just say, by the time he's 25 years old, which the shelf life for a running back in the NFL. However, I do think that Saquon Barkley, I hope and I pray that he will be an exception to the norm because the dude just doesn't take hits. He does not take hits like a typical running back just because he just refuses to go down. Neither here nor there. I fear, and I said this during my live stream back in April, I feared that this will be a waste of a pick and that by the time this team is ready to rock and roll, Beckham's contract is up and he's 29 years old, he's 30 years old, and you know, Shepard Engram will be gone because we can't afford him. Or uh, I, 
and it's the well, it's the organization's fault. It's the organization's fault because they choose to buy into the same message that you're buying into of let's just try to reload. Let's just try this one little. Let's try these a few little things. David, this football team is more than a piece or two away. And especially when you look to that defensive side of the ball, when you I mean, forget forget the offense. You look on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we need Olivier Vernon's gone, right? So let's just go through this. Olivier Vernon's gone, so we need a high-end caliber edge pass rusher. There are a lot of edge pass rushers in this upcoming draft. You draft one, but then guess what? Then you're not taking a quarterback with the first round. Okay, so let's just go with that we're taking an edge pass rusher in the first round. Okay, so that's that. Um, You have Janoris Jenkins, and then you have uh, Beal, that cornerback that's coming back. Okay, so the cornerbacks are somewhat set. Grant Haley, he's played well as a slot corner, um, so great. Maybe you roll with those three guys, or maybe even draft another corner. Um, you need another free. You need a free safety to go next to Landon Collins. Landon Collins is much better when he has when he has somewhat of a free safety. You and need also, to franchise I, Landon the, Collins. For, I got to say, for the record, I think I think Landon Collins will be franchised. Right. Yeah. So you need to franchise Landon Collins. So, but then also, what are we doing at, at linebacker? Um, is Alec Ogletree here? Are we cutting him? Is B.J. Goodson here? My guess would be the linebackers would be B.J. Goodson. Uh, Lorenzo Carter. Uh, well, Lorenzo Carter is an edge rusher. Well, in three four, he's considered a yeah. They're, and they're, that's what they're that's what they're primarily running. So I'm going based yeah. off of that. You know, so let but let's not act like Tomlinson, B.J. Hill, Carter, Kareem Martin. Even at times has been inconsistent, very inconsistent. Let's not act like these guys are ready to rock and roll and play elite. Giants defense football. They're not. They're not ready for this. So this team, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, and it's a miracle. It is a miracle what James Betcher has done. So here, how about a compromise? You give your game ball to not only yourself, but an honorable mention goes to James Betcher for keeping keeping this defense somewhat competitive this year, um, despite a very lackluster offense when Saquon Barkley is not running the ball. Um, so that's enough. That's that's actually going to be one of the last things that I ask you. But we'll get back to that. So this football team has a lot of work to do, and I feel like they were half pregnant coming into the season, where they were where they were kind of saying that we're rebuilding on the defensive side of the ball, but at the same time we're putting so much money into Eli Manning. They put money into Beckham. They put investments into second round pick for Shepard, first round pick for Engram. They put all the they put they gave Nate Solder the highest. Uh, Highest uh, contract for an offensive lineman of all time. They put the number two pick of the NFL draft into Saquon Barkley. So they were like half pregnant. So this plan is flawed. This pl- the plan was flawed to begin with. And I think that's clear. The fact that you want to rebuild on defense, but you want it to win now on offense. You can't be half pregnant. So the fact that we're going to be re-upping and doing this again this offseason is very frustrating. The same flawed mentality that has not worked. So insanity it, it it is the definition of insanity um i want to ask you one final question uh and i forget what it was in reference to can you remind me what it was literally what i said 15 seconds ago or do you forget huh also if i don't remember the question that i literally just said that i wanted to ask you 10 seconds ago david you it was 10 seconds anything. ago yes i did i said i want to ask you this question coming up next but then i finished my point and now we're here and I can't remember. I have no idea. Yeah. 
This was a this was a very combative this was a very combative episode, and I don't I don't like I don't like we yelling. We knew it was going to be. I know. I I I said that the, I said that there might possibly be blood, and there there was. Yeah. I think I actually have. I think I actually started bleeding a little bit. <laughs> that's not yeah. good. Like an internally internally bleeding. Oh, man, that's really not good. Oh oh, let's 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 have a bet. Um, are the Giants actually going to have a winning season first, or am I going to? Either have an established full time job slash be going into law school. Like I want, I want this to be like we're gonna remember this in our brains. So you're currently a junior. I'm graduating college in the year 2020. I will be working for a year or two, maybe three. That's three years would be pushing it after undergrad, and then I will be going into law school. So we're looking at 2020, 2021. 2022 we're looking at target year 2020 late 2022 2023 there was a lot of 20s that i might be going into law school so i want to know do the giants even have a winning season by the time i even start law school i think they'll have multiple i'm gonna vomit i'm gonna vomit if they have one they can have two that's a that's 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 a good statement right there if they have one they can have two or they can have three I'll have what he's having. I'll here's have. What, here's, this is what I'm. This is what I'm thinking. It, this team, well, well, what will be this team say in two years or three years, with their with their talent, with the talent they have at the top. Once they figure everything else out, they're going to be a very good football team. Once they figure the quarterback out, everything else will fall into place, and as you know, we have that, seen. And you know, a pitiful offensive line, and what you already mentioned was an inconsistent defense. Hey, want to know what? The Minnesota what? Vikings almost took themselves to the Super Bowl last year with a pitiful offensive line, a pretty damn good scheme run by our head coach right now, and, and a, a somewhat and a, and a I would say for most of the year number one defense. Imagine how that works. It's funny how that works, actually. Sorry. And again, that's a flawed. That's a flawed plan by the Giants organization by thinking that this team could actually do it. So. Here we are. Okay, so um, next week, David, we are playing the uh, Colts of Indianapolis. We will be going to Indianapolis. Um, I don't think... I thought you meant you and I are going to Indianapolis. I was like, yes, that's news we, to me. We will be going to Indianapolis. We will be there. We will be live. No, um, I'll be making gifts. Um, not gifts. Gifts or gifs, whatever they're called. Gifs. Um, they're called gifs? Yeah. I thought they were called gifs. I don't know. I think they're gifs. I don't, I don't know. I'll probably be live on Periscope too, and we'll be miserable to all together because you want to talk about a good football team. That's a pretty damn good football team. You want to talk about a good offensive line. That's a good offensive line. Um, you know who they have? A good quarterback and a good offensive line. They have Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson's the guy I wanted in the draft for the record. You know what? That Because it doesn't matter who you have at running back if you have a good offensive line. Doesn't also matter. not true. Doesn't matter. That's that's a myth. That idea is ridiculous. You're a myth. That idea is absolutely ridiculous. You are a myth. Um. Okay. So you can tell me. Hold on, really quick. Uh, so the Indianapolis Colts have a great offensive line. Marlon Mack is their starting running back. Marlon Mack. I, I, let me look at Marlon Mack stats really quick. Hold on. Oh my god. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack has 755 yards. I think the difference is. The Indianapolis Colts have a fantastic offensive line and a good running game. 
and a great quarterback. The Giants have a pitiful offensive line. No, not pitiful. Or, I'm sorry. They don't have a pitiful offensive line. I think okay, they have no, an so average. You're, you're doing something They have an wrong. average. You're, they have a you need to get, below, you, below average good. offensive line. You're going to go online. You're going to post this. Yes. And the police officer is going to hear it. Probably the same one who stopped Kyle Oletta is going to hear it. And he's going to say, wait a minute. There must be drugs in that household. And you're going to get arrested. I'm, they, have, they don't have a pitiful offensive line. They've averaged pretty pretty much the same scores, especially if you look at the pro football focus grades that they got this past weekend. They've been consistent throughout the entire year. And I'm not saying they're great. I'm just saying that they're not like bottom of the barrel like they've they were better the per- previous years. Flowers and Obama, I'll give you that. Right. They've, right. Been, they've been better. Yeah, that, that was pit. You want to talk about pitiful. Omama and Flowers was pitiful. But they still don't really pass protect. With any kind of consistency. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, offensive line play league wide. The, the Colts are the exception. The Colts are the exception. League offensive line play league wide is down. Average and bad. Giants have a bad offensive line. It's the, the they're worst, below average. The worst thing for an, af- an offensive line is inconsistency, and that is the definition of a Giants offensive line. No, I I thought they're they were either, consistent. They're, they're consistently either, bad. They're either at their best, below average. Or their baseline, their average, is bad. And then there's pitiful. They were pitiful in the first eight weeks of the season. Right. They're now bad. Imagine that. You have a so hard what's your, time. So what's your, what's your point on Marlon Mack? What are you wasting? My point on Marlon Mack is time? he's got a great offensive line, and the Giants still have a great op- better running game because they've got the best running back in the NFL. Okay. So this idea that you don't need a good, a very good running back if you have a good offensive line. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you don't. You don't need a elite running back to win a Super Bowl. You don't. You don't, but it sure as hell helps. No, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't help. I'm just saying that you don't need it. It puts the Giants closer to the Super Bowl than it would be without him. Which is still pretty damn far. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so uh what's the uh so uh what's what's gonna happen this weekend who wins um and give me a score if you can i'm gonna say colts will win uh it's not gonna be a runaway i think the giants are gonna pl- are actually gonna play football they're gonna they're gonna play better than they did on sunday it's not hard to do um i'll, I'll, I'll say like 27 27 17 30 13 colts win Oh, you're such a hater. I predicted that they would lose last week. I thought I said I said it would be close, but I did say that they were going to lose in miserable fashion. So give me credit on that. And we certainly did lose in miserable fashion. That was miserable. It was pretty bad. I don't think you've predicted predicted them to win once this year. No, yes, I have. Yes, I have. If you, you listen to the to Washington, you did. If no, but if you listen back to the early episodes like earlier in the season i i predict i like i i think i predicted them to win against dallas um i predicted i predicted them to win quite a lot don't just don't just call me a hater I, and and also people who want eli manning gone do not are not hating on the giants they're not calling for the giants to tank they're just calling for a better and a new vision to run the franchise which is different from the one that has resulted in them missing the playoffs so many times within the last seven, six out of the last seven years, and the franchise that has gotten them 
losing 22 out of 30 games. That's where we're coming from. We're coming from that place. Not everybody, but no, I understand. So, you know, people that want a new vision for the way that the Giants are run, because this is, and I'm saying it again, this is insane. So that's where I come from. And maybe I should have established that to begin with, because in the beginning I was hot. Now I'm a lot more calm. (laughs) But in the same breath, that's my point also on the other end of the spectrum. That's what I said earlier about I think both of us are in the middle or are more towards the middle, just we're on different ends of the moderate, if that makes any sense. Um, I also don't think that Eli Manning is without blame. I don't think that anybody who does think Eli Manning is to blame to some degree. I don't think they're wrong necessarily. I just think based on what based on what I think about the football team, I think I think there are other things that can be worked on. I don't think I don't think it's fair to blame him. Parent, like I don't think he's the number one blame. That's that's all I'm saying. All right. So I believe that will be it. That was probably the last most exciting in your face. I guess that's the last you know kind of episode that we're gonna have for the for the entire season because you know the Giants are according to the number nerds. The the nerds have spoken. The Giants cannot make the playoffs. It is impossible. And so for the rest of the season, I guess this is this is somewhat of an important game if we can play the Colts well. Um, I hope we play that. Now, I, I'm, back, I'm back on the tanking train. Even though I was never really on the tanking train, now I'm back. I'm officially back on. I want to play the Colts really well, and I want to lose barely, but I don't think that we will. I think that it's going to be a pretty uh, lopsided game. Um, and I think the Dallas game is just going to be pitiful to watch because who knows who Dallas is even going, especially if they win this this weekend. Um, who even knows who they're going to start? Um, and there's no way in hell that week 17 we will be seeing Kyle. And you said this last week. Um, there's no way we will be seeing anybody but Eli Manning start next week, week 17 against the Cowboys. So, yeehaw. This is so this is kind of this is kind of it, David. This is pretty much the last time we're gonna get fired up, at, at least until the offseason, where we're gonna start yelling about the same things we just yelled about today in terms of what do we do, particularly with Eli Manning. Yeah. So any final <clears throat> thoughts? Eli Manning's the quarterback. And he will be next year. And you're probably right. Unfortunately. All right. So uh keep on bleeding blue. We've got some extra five-star ratings on the podcast this week, which has been pretty cool, so thank you for that. I think we're either up to 18 or 19. I would love to get that up to 20 and then 25 and then above if you really enjoy us. I know people listen. I know people are listening right now, so subscribe and give us five stars. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be doing GIFs and GIFs and live streams and videos. Um, I also have a YouTube, which uh, I'll make more available on Twitter um, so I'll be putting some videos up on YouTube and it, they're kind of vlogs, but they're not really vlogs because I have a microphone. So we'll be putting some clips, especially if the weather permitting week 17 against the Cowboys. I really hope to be doing some some fun stuff with some fans uh, that game because that game is going to be probably miserable again. So. Keep on bleeding blue, everybody, even in the roughest of times, even in the cold and the dark and the rainy days. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.